Rewind. Now, the Daily Rewind. Welcome back to the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Uh, we spent a lot of time today talking about housing. We had, of course, had Premier uh, David Eby on the show today. Michael Geller, who's a, a, a city planner, uh, joined us at 4 o'clock. We even talked about uh, those people who have pets and the fact that uh, they, have very, they have a lot of difficulty finding a place to stay when it comes to stratus. So the challenges before... Um, uh, many cities and, of course, province-wide with this new legislation is how will it be implemented? What impact will it have? Uh, in this case, uh, our good friend, uh, Michael Smith. Mike Smith, of course, had a guest on today. wanted to talk a little bit about his comments. Tony Gioventu is the executive director of the Condo and Homeowners Association. And Michael today talked a little bit uh, with Tony about rental restrictions for BC condos being lifted. Take a listen to what Tony had to say. You know, we have 34,000 stratas across the province. We have volunteer strata councils um, who are basically managing their own properties. The 300,000 that was identified by the premier said um, were in this rental restriction. This is where the lion's share of them are. So all of a sudden, we're going to be taking and shifting over to communities now that you're going to be ending up with strata volunteer strata councils being default landlords. You know, there are a lot of great renters. Don't get me wrong. But bad renters come with bad landlords, and bad landlords basically abandon their tenants as long as they're there. And the strata councils are left dealing with them. And we don't really have um, any teeth within the Strata Property Act or the Residential Tenancy Act to be able to deal with this. I think that's a very uh, important point here, that the Strata Property Act, um, Residential Tenancy Agreement, all of that has to be changed. That has to be updated. Uh, you, you heard uh, from even our callers today, it is so bureaucratic, so difficult, that you, if you have a bad tenant, to get rid of them. Uh, and that also has to change. It has to be transparent. It has to be simple. And it has to be quick. You do not have 10, 15, 20 days to be sitting at some government office dealing with this over many months while this individual stays in your property. Uh, so I think this is a legitimate issue that uh, Tony does bring up. And I hope uh, somewhere along the way, beyond just these two pieces of legislation moving through, that we deal with those other issues. And I think that if they can do that, then this can be successful. It can be successful, but there's some significant challenges there as well. Uh, in regards to affordability, in regards to saying, look, we're going to open up all these new uh, condos potentially that would be available. Uh, here's Tony's comments about uh, housing policy and affordability when it comes to this particular piece of legislation. I think time will tell. We already have investors and buyers who will be looking to these communities. These are the more affordable communities to be purchasing a home in for your family. These are the communities now when you go to purchase in, you won't be just competing with somebody else who wants to live there. You're now going to be competing with an investor or a speculator. It also makes a lot of the buildings that are older, lower density buildings that are probably due for redevelopment at some point, a lot of those buildings now um, are going to be targets for buyers and investors looking to gain on the benefits of the redevelopment of those properties. So we're, we're opening a door here that really could backfire on us, yes. Uh, Mr. Giovento, once again, raises a very good issue here. Um, you know, this will open up some supply, potentially, potentially. Now, if Mr. Eby goes further uh, and says, well, uh, secondary suites and homes are legalized for this whole province, Yes, that could open up uh, uh, more rental as well. But with it comes political issues. 
with it comes bylaw challenges with, with municipalities. We still, however, haven't dealt with the core issue, which is just more supply. We need more supply in this city. And once again, yes, that second bit of, bit of legislation regards to housing targets for municipalities. Uh, for those municipalities that haven't stayed up with their numbers, they're in, intransigent, they fight growth. Uh, perhaps we can push them. But, but you also need more housing in Vancouver and in Surrey. And that's also speeding up how uh, speeding up housing in regards to how it gets through city hall as well. I recall in the 2017 provincial election, there's a hundred thousand housing units waiting for approval within the various municipalities uh, in the lower mainland. In some municipalities, it could take you two years In other municipalities, it could take you eight months. Uh, so there's no consistency there. So this is still about supply. All these changes that they're uh, suggesting will help. Hopefully, but they still will not deal with the bigger issue of supply. We still need more supply in the lower mainland. And that, of course, is still going to come down to going into single-family, at times even low-density uh, low-density neighborhoods and saying, look, wait a minute, I understand the three- or four-bedroom or four-story buildings, but in some cases, you're going to have to go into, let's say, the west side of Vancouver and start talking about high-rises, not just along the Broadway corridor, but perhaps around Dunbar as well. And those are the types of conversations you're going to have to have as well. And that is politically very difficult to do in some cases. It's all well and good if it's going to be next to a shopping mall, like a metro town or a Brentwood mall. But some of these other areas, which have been traditionally single-family lots, that's going to be a challenge. So uh, this in many ways, this uh, I guess the two pieces of legislation that have been introduced, those are low-hanging fruit. They're not bad, but they're low-hanging fruit. We've got a lot more to do if we're actually going to make a huge dent in making supply available for the people of Vancouver and for the people of British Columbia.